This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Yeah, so, like, if we had been the guy, the guy that got crashed at Kansas, mm-hmm. I would have been like, hell yeah, get him, Dale. You're tuned in to Junior Motorsports Upfront, presented by Dale's Pale Ale, the original craft beer in a can. Visit OscarBlues.com to find out where Dale's is sold near you today. Now here's your host, Regan Smith and Heath White. Welcome to another episode of Junior Motorsports Upfront, presented by Dale's Pale Ale. I'm First Name Davis. We're back after two weeks off. Xfinity Series took a break, so we did as well. Um, but we're back here in the studio with Heath White and Tyler Overstreet. I like how he calls himself first name now. Yeah. You, you, well, no one knows me as anything different. He's totally it. embraced it. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure no one even knows who my last name is. So. Uh, uh, you called me, you said it the other day. Sometimes I'll yell down the hall and I say, Davis, and then it, everyone thinks it's Mike Davis. So. Yeah. It's a little confusing sometimes. But, yeah, we got the three of us in the studio today. We are minus Regan. Regan mm-hmm. took uh, the two weeks off and is out in Colorado enjoying, enjoying some downtime with Mrs. Smith and little Rhett. And they're going to be making the journey to Texas from there. So it's just we're holding down the fort. Yeah. And Tyler, we got Tyler out of his busy schedule to come down here. Yeah, I was about yeah. to Join say, us. you guys are talking about two off weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, Tyler <laughs> hasn't had two <laughs> off weeks. <laughs> we were in Talladega, yeah. Martinsville. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We <laughs> Tyler hasn't had some downtime very much. Mm. I know. But it's a busy year for Tyler, yeah. you know? It was smack dab in the middle of the chase. It was like the complete opposite for him Yeah. And while we were that's just fine. hanging out. I remember that last year. It was fun. And Martinsville is one of your favorite tracks. I love it. Yeah. It's a good what do you time. like better, Martinsville or Bristol? Martinsville. Really? Is Martinsville hands down your favorite facility? Yeah. Um, Explain. I mean, it doesn't suck to helicopter in there. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. Um, but no, just the track. It's so it's so small. Everything's tight together. It's got yeah. like a. I mean, I. I guess I'm really speaking out of turn, but it seems like a more short track feel to it. Bristol's awesome but it's so big now it's filled up to where it's mm-hmm. kind of it's more of a show now i feel like martinsville has a uh, high school football feel to it in a good yeah. way because you go in there and the grandstands aren't completely overwhelming you right and everything's right in the middle of the infield you don't have to go far for it's anything got the train track down the back yeah. plus you're you're five steps away from a martinsville hot dog at any moment i had a few of those this weekend it was awesome did. i had of course you did. i had 10 10 over the weekend over the weekend. what do you mean I had ten hot dogs. So you averaged about three hot dogs a day. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch. Delicious. On the download, <laughs> they called it the crown jewel of the circuit. It? The hot dogs or the no, track? No, the track. The I mean, the hot dogs probably. The track too. is know. awesome. Yeah. Because probably the. They said it's the best ticket on the circuit. I know. What did well, Dale especially say? considering what happened last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> that was. What happened? Uh, I, I I I don't know. You tell me. Apparently, there was some uh, fourth. little brouhaha. Yeah. Between yeah. uh, the 20 and the, that the 22. That was, that was interesting to watch. I mean. You know, I actually wasn't watching it. Uh, you know, truth be told, I had the Seahawks game was on. So I was watching some uh, some football. I got a text and it said, are you watching this cup race? What's going on? So I switched over and it had, they were just showing the replay. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, my opinion of it was a little. Uh, it's probably skewed because we're not part of it. Right. So. Um, but it gives you more. It gives you more of a, a general. I think it gives you a better perspective. Yeah. If, if like Dale was involved, obviously. Right. But if he had been, you might be a little. Yeah. Biased. So like, if we had been the guy, the guy that got crashed at Kansas, mm-hmm. I would have been like, hell yeah, get him, Dale. 
But if we were the guy that <laughs> that won Kansas and then was dominating Martinsville and got taken out like that, I'd probably be pretty pissed off. It's it's a tough situation. It really is. There's a bunch of different ways to look at it. We're not going to spend a lot of yeah. time on this. but I know Race Hub last night, they had Keselowski on and Hamlin on like at the exact same time. Keselowski was in studio yeah. and had Hamlin call in. So it's like teammates on each side. Exactly. And, and I think you need someone that's not a, a member of one of those teams. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked to see that. But they both kind of – I mean, Hamlin kind of went all in until Brad kind of tippy-toed around it and didn't want to say too much. He really talked about driver code a whole yeah. lot. That's what, like, the main conversation was. Yeah, we need to have Regan back here so we can actually understand this driver code. Yeah. Is it an eye for an eye? Is, is that is that what we do? I don't know. Did Dale ever talk about it? No, I, but my personal opinion of the driver code, I would think that that was probably fair what happened. Um, I think a lot of people would agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just – the way he got wrecked, like, I understand he was blocking at, at Kansas, Kansas, but he wasn't – like, I don't – think that the 22 was far enough up on him to where like I think the 22 ran himself in the fence going into turn one and then got mad about it instead of not messing and then, around and yeah. then just ran into him and he didn't have to do that because he was already in the chase I mean obviously you want to win the race nobody shows up to run second exactly. but I don't think he had to do that and I would tend to agree with the opinion of the way that he acted after that race Oh, yeah, a lot of the drivers were saying uh, he was a little more arrogant about it, yeah. very unapologetic. And then I think my personal opinion of it is probably a little bit skewed because of the way that the Talladega race ended and oh, some of yeah. the comments that were made about the junior rules mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and I think if you listen to, like, the Fox and NBC do the scanner, uh, scan all yeah, 43. Audio. Yeah, and then the spotter was a little bit, ha, 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 they're pissed off that you beat the 88 and kind of making a joke about it, which being there and going like 32 races a year, mm -hmm. or that was the 32nd race, and like our team busts their butts. Yeah. And yeah. for somebody to just sort of mockingly, like kind of a slap in the face yeah. that our season's essentially a championship is done, that, do that doesn't sit well so with anybody yeah so matter. i mean that was kind of like piled onto the disappointment of talladega for us so i'm like i don't feel as sorry as i could have yeah i think it's it's a, a great divide in terms of uh what people think about yeah. this i will say however not if, if you guys caught ricky craven's piece on sports yeah. center i think he put it pretty well and a lot of people i i shouldn't say that but ricky this is you know this is all what he said. This is not anything that not, that we're saying. But he basically said that he compared Joey Logano to have, having a get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah. And that basically means he had already won. He was already in the next round. So when you look at Kansas, you know, he's turning Matt Kenseth to get position, and it, he didn't have to do that. He right. wasn't. Like, Matt Kenseth was in a, a I-must-win scenario. Yeah. Joey Logano was not. Mm -hmm. But On the other hand, my brother works at Penske. And uh -oh. so, like, I feel bad for him because <laughs> they, uh, they, I mean, they also work really hard, and you don't want to, like, obviously their equipment is great. Yeah. Joey's one on short tracks, road courses, big tracks, everything this year. So they've worked really hard to get their program where it is. So it kind of sucks that they got their car destroyed. Have you and your bro talked about this, like, after the Talladega deal? Um, is there any some animosity there between the Overstreet brothers? There is no animosity. You talk a little trash? Yeah. You're like, what's up? Yeah. But I think Dale said it best, didn't say it best, tweeted it best with his gift. 
That was not ridiculous. Agree? That went like completely <laughs> viral. <laughs> yeah. He had people from like people that cover other sports like retweeting it and quoting it. Let's well, Dale doesn't awesome. he yeah. doesn't typically act that way. Right. I mean, yeah. He's he's a confident driver, but mm. you know, he doesn't really call people out like that. And I felt like that was a bit of a call out and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean we yeah. never got to see we never got to see how that would have played out. Right. You know, the race off ended under. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. It's the same rules for everybody, so but back to Martinsville, we had a truck run in at Martinsville. Did you know this? I saw that, yeah. I was and there. little Cole Custer was wheeling it first name. That's what I heard. I was out of town, and so I didn't ta- get to watch it or We talk it, about how storied Martinsville is. It's a very old, one of the oldest tracks mm-hmm. in the on the circuit. And, and Cole goes out there, takes the pole, makes him the youngest pole winner in track history. So, I mean, yeah. we're, we're doing some things right. He struggled on pit road again, had that pit road speeding penalty. Yeah. Didn't have the laps. I think he got that with, like, maybe 70... 70 to go, I think, maybe. Does that sound about right? Somewhere in that range. Yeah, he, it, it was like he still had enough room to maybe get back up there, but he just not actually kind of ran yeah. out, out of time. I mean, he l- literally drove his way back up there. He yeah, he restarted 25th yeah. after the after the penalty, so he, he did, ended up coming back to 4th. I don't think he necessarily dodged too many wrecks, so it wasn't like he's passing three and four cars that wrecked. So he pretty much passed everybody. I, I know he bumped a few of them, but that's, that's a short track racing. Yeah. And here's the funny thing. We talked about this upstairs before is uh, that that race was, what, uh, 200 laps? Yeah. So, I mean, th- it's it's not like a cup race where a cup race is much, much longer. And if you make a pit road speeding penalty error, right. you can come back. Yeah, I and think the 11 had two on Sunday mm-hmm. and still finished third. But, yeah, that 200 laps. Not a lot of time. You're making, like, three pit stops maybe? Do you think the cup races would be more exciting if they were shortened? Um. I, I know Regan's talked about that, like making it heat mm-hmm. to yeah. make it more exciting. I mean, I feel like you kind of get to a point, like you run your probably first 60% of that race just kind of positioning yourself. Yeah. And then they go hard at it. I mean, you see with the number of cautions mm-hmm. later in the races. So it's kind of like everything's a little tame up to a certain point, And then right. it's like all hell breaks loose. I mean, I guess it. And then my opinion differs. Like Sunday, I feel like if that was a 600-lap race, I mean, obviously it would have been too dark to finish, but the 88 was getting better, and they kept adjusting on adjusting on it. And on that long, it was probably a 30-lap run before the last caution to set up a green-white checkered, we were actually faster than the 24 and the 1. So we were actually catching and, mm-hmm. and making a, improvements so, heck, sometimes you want it to be longer, sometimes shorter. So, Tyler just wants it to be shorter so we can get to the Panthers game in time. He I made it. Sunday, I was very concerned about <laughs> the weather. And Racing I on Monday? We wouldn't, have raced, we wouldn't have raced on Monday. It was The weather was worse Monday. Well, luckily you were close enough to home that had yeah. that happened, you still could have made it to yeah. the Panthers game. I made it home for, from Talladega for the Panthers game, so that was fun. Well, we're going to get to the Panthers stuff here uh, towards the end of this deal because I'm sitting in a – in a studio with two Panthers fans, and we have a big game this week. We do. So we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But back to uh, – that takes us through Martinsville. And then this week, Tyler, we got Texas. Texas coming up for the Xfinity cars. After two weeks off, it's kind of funny. You go through this 16-week stretch. The points start shaking out. you got, you know, four contenders for the title pretty much right now, or maybe three. Would you say four? Uh, four. We'll go four. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ty's right there with yeah. our guys. And you build consistency, and all of a sudden it's like, we like the time off. Mm. But the drivers, yeah. not so much. Yeah, I'm sure they've chased me. They've been chomping at the bit to get back out there and try to gain. And Chase, actually, Texas is a special place for Chase. You remember what happened last year, Tyler? We were there. We were there. I was actually, I was kind of like, man, 
I wanted the five to win that race. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty. That was an awesome night for Junior Motorsports. And you know how good Kevin Harvick is at Texas, and he's actually back in the Hunt Brothers Pizza car this weekend in the eighty-eight car. Uh, but he did he have the lead at the time when Chase passed him? Yeah, Chase passed him on the outside, yeah. and it's just like. This was before Chase clicked off to some of those wins, so yeah. Chase was still kind of. That wasn't the only Cup guy who ended up finishing no. ahead of that. I mean, yeah, I think I there mean, were several. Well, he f he finished ahead of everybody because yeah. he won. Yeah, well, I know <laughs> that, but like I think there. That's how that's how racing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think there were like four or five Cup guys. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It was it was a quite the feat. It was fun to watch. It was um, across the board though that night. I mean. That's going to be one of those ones that we just talk about forever mm -hmm. because Harvick got the pole, um, led like 100 laps, and then Chase obviously went in the race. Dale led a lot late in the race. So we, we had four cars there that night. Yeah, I think we had four in the top seven, three in the top five, something like that. So, I mean, it was just a great night for our company, similar to the fall Richmond race this and year. Yeah, and the, actually that, that – correct me if I'm wrong, but that Texas race in the spring set off a string of like – Three in a row. Yeah, three in a row. Because he won Darlington the next week. Harvick won. Richmond. Richmond. Then we should have won Talladega the next week, but that's a different story. That was our most successful uh, month in organizational history, April of 2014. Swept the races. Yeah, it's good. That's a good feeling to have. But we head back this week. Regan's going to be in the Suave Men Chevrolet in the number seven car. Uh, Chase Elliott is always in the Napa 9. And then Harvick in our Hunt Brothers Pizza Chevrolet. So that Harvick is... Harvick and the 88 team have had us a little bit of bad luck over the past few weeks. Yeah. So hopefully we can turn around this week. And um, and speaking of trucks, we got Jeb Burton. We announced that on Monday. Jeb Burton's going to run the truck on Friday night, mile and a half track. So obviously yeah. Cole Custer's not of age yet to be running that race. So Jeb Burton stepped up, and he's going to get his turn. Uh, so a lot of different drivers have wheeled that number double zero truck. Fun to watch. And I like the trucks. Trucks are cool, man. Trucks are awesome. Like we we always talk about the races being shorter. So yeah. maybe maybe that goes back to that. <laughs> <laughs> There's the underlying <laughs> factor there. Two hundred mile races. Those are awesome. Yeah, but it's it's always always an exciting time. And then uh well Tyler, let's let's talk about you for a second here. What are we talking about? Tyler's bring a lot of insight this to this. This isn't on is. this is not on the the show sheet? The show sheet. Oh, I got my own show sheet. Tyler uh, sheet interview. Super <laughs> secret show sheet. Yeah. Well, this is your second time on the show. We had you on earlier in the year. You had just yeah. started off as Dale's road manager. Yeah. And now we're it's what? What's the month? November? November. We're eleven months into the, the new year. Actually, old year. We're <laughs> <laughs> 11 months <laughs> in. <laughs> Happy New Year. Way, way to go. What What has been your biggest learning curve this year? What have you learned? What are uh, you enjoying about the job? Mm, Tell our listeners. I enjoy – I think it's a pretty good challenge. Yeah. Um, I mean, any time that you can go from – not to downplay Xfinity PR – but, like, you get your Sunday off. Yep. A lot of time, most of the time you're not doing productions and a, a lot of appearances during the week. And then to go from that straight to Dale Jr. One of the who, busiest guys in yeah. the garage. So, I mean, it's awesome. I've seen, like, I've got to go to Vegas and New York a couple yeah. of times. First trip to Manhattan for you. Yeah. So, I mean, I've got to go to, like, we went to the Today Show. Um, it's just it's really cool the stuff that you get to see. Um, like earlier in the year, we did the Vegas to Phoenix. We went to the Grand Canyon, checked oh out yeah. some stuff. So it just it opens, gives you a lot more opportunity to do some cool things. But I mean, you're super busy. Um, it kind of like 
it makes you feel bad because you're gone so much yeah. that like when you when you're home, you just want to be like calm Chill. down. Yes. And so it's hard to make time for like your family and friends or your girlfriend. Yeah. Well, she. Yeah. <laughs> That actually, she, <laughs> she, a great she she's probably okay with me being gone. <laughs> like, uh, I missed you a little bit, but yeah. then, oh, you're back. Oh, see you again. You can only hurt yourself by being spending more time with her. I think. Yeah. Knowing you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. But no, I can I, c- I can understand exactly where you're coming from, and that's that's the one of the biggest struggles that that work life balance. And what what I f- what I found was the same thing when I first started traveling. It was I, when I was at home. We traveled so much throughout the year. I just wanted to be home. I didn't want to go anywhere. Right. I just wanted to chill out. And then my wife. She'd be like, oh, let's go out to dinner. Let's go do this. Let's go to the movies. I'm like, I don't feel like it. I just want to be at home. So, you know, it's it's a balance. Yeah, I mean, it's – Tyler also gave his poor dog away because he travels so much. Yeah, my my dog was – he's now – Tank. Like, yeah, I guess now he's like my puppy brother because I gave him to my, my parents. At least so. he stay, kept him in the family. Yeah. And keep in mind – I still ta- see him sometimes. His name is Tank. How – how big is he? And what kind of dog is he? He is a mix of a Maltese and a Yorkie. So what's he? Six pounds? He's maybe ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a cool little dude though. Yeah, I, I I commend you though. Give the dog to someone who can spend time with it. Yeah, and yeah, and see that goes back. Like, I felt bad for him because he was having to spend a lot of time in the cage. Yep. Um, because we work a lot. I mean. Everybody assumes like, oh yeah, that's the most awesome job ever, which it's really awesome, but you work a lot, mm-hmm. so it's a harsh reality. A lot of people want to do the job, but they don't understand all that goes into right. it. Right? It's not, it's not all just hey, we're showing up racing cars. Yep. And you got to keep a lot of people happy. Right. Most uh, importantly, Dale Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and Mike Davis. Yeah, that's the harder <laughs> one right there. Mike <laughs> Davis, he's. He's a hard one to please, I, I suppose. Th- I think we all have to keep Mike Davis happy in some capacity. Yeah, that's why I'm on this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> You're picking up a glove today. Yeah. But uh, let's uh, – You don't have any more questions? No, that was really all I had. Man. My, see, I was going to – you have any questions for us? you want to interview Heath? Um, Heath, how was your first year of this less traveling? It's good. I, I It's kind of weird. It was really weird at first because, like, I was tell- – what was I telling you yesterday? Like when I first got off the road, because I've been to like eight races this year, which going coming off of a 33 race schedule, uh, you know, that eight's very few. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's like you're home on a Friday, and my first couple of Fridays is like, like, what do you want to do? What do people do on Fridays? <laughs> you yeah. know? Do we what? Do you yeah. watch the like practices like, yeah, or qualifying? Or like, it's like, usually nah. we're at the hotel or going out to dinner before we go to the hotel and go to sleep. And my wife's like, well, this is what I do. I usually go out to dinner and da 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 da, da. And I'm like, okay, well, let's do that. <laughs> it's probably an adjustment. <laughs> so, yeah, it was kind of nice to get your life back a little bit, so to speak. But I I like it. I mean, I appreciate the new role that I'm in. It's different. You're an executive now. I, I No, in yes. no way, shape, or form. Yeah. First I'm in only been here a year, and he knows. I think Regan brings it up every podcast that he's an executive. Uh, Regan just, you know what? <laughs> it's kind of weird and good not to have Regan here because no one's making fun of me. So, Tyler, See, I, I expect you to fully take over that. You know, we, <laughs> me and first name are just wearing polos like normal people. Yeah. You are wearing a full-on button-down yeah. shirt. You forget. You tell everyone that. So but I, a button-down shirt with jeans and 
Sneakers. Button-down shirt sounds like a button-down shirt, bud. Are those, are those considered sneakers? Yeah, uh, what are those? Those are like, these are my beach shoes, slippers. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we spent so much time on the beach. Yeah. Oh, you know, we just parked the yacht last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Docked the yacht. Exactly. No, I'm not an executive. And the other question. You are, are more an executive than I am. No, no. I'm like an executive assistant. Tyler, every time we take Tyler to the track, <laughs> he signs autographs. Do you believe that? Cause that's no. Have you signed one this year? One. Okay. Let's not talk about it. It's not I about me. I haven't signed one. I signed one in Chicago. Um, I signed a mini helmet, and I felt really bad because I was like, he didn't know like how low I am <laughs> on the totem pole. <laughs> I feel like we gotta, you gotta, pre- you gotta tell people that. Yeah. So like before I sign this, I just want to let you know. Yeah, I'm I just a PR rep. The first <laughs> question is always, "You sure?" <laughs> yeah, I don't want to devalue this item. <laughs> I remember one time in Talladega, somebody wanted me to sign a diecast. A diecast? Yeah. yeah. Did you refuse? No, I I signed just to. I was like, I don't want to like to. write my whole <laughs> Might name. Might be Terrell Owens signed <laughs> yeah. diecast. Yeah. Yeah. To signed my Dale Jr. diecast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't want to ruin it. For I was like, get your popcorn ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, I also had to ask. What? Are we doing this podcast next year? Uh, TBD. Oh. Fans, if you don't want to hear us, let us know. Yeah, chime in. Let let <laughs> us know. Dirty Mo Radio. <laughs> at Dirty Mo Radio. Let Mike Davis know because we're working on stuff for next year. We got it. We need a fan I- fan's input. Yeah. Should we keep up front? Should up front become something else? I don't know. Should Tyler host it? No. Oh. First name needs work, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me more work to do. <laughs> No, but we're always looking to uh, get some feedback from the fans. This, exactly. this, this show is all about the fans, Tyler. I know. We enjoy when fans tweet us and say, I love this week's episode of Upfront. Yeah, I know. All the, wo- the one person that tweets <laughs> us. <Yeah. laughs> they, they we love that time that somebody tweeted. <laughs> that multiple account. Like yeah. <laughs> somebody's like, yeah, let me send it from Bobby Joe 42 today. <laughs> yeah, basically, if you tweet at Dirty Mo Radio, we, you will get on the air because we will mention you. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that anyone's listening, but anyway, <laughs> it's gonna kill dimensions now. <laughs> Since Regan's not here, I think I think we should all come up with a Regan story, good, bad, and different. Mm. What mm. you got? I got one. Regan pulled a prank on me one time. What, what was the prank? Well, we were at the ho- we were at the track. It was early morning somewhere. I I forget where. Uh, and it was cold, so I had a little cup of coffee there. And what I do is I set set my coffee down. I'm always running all over the place, so I'll set it down in the kitchen area in the holler. Well, Regan. Comes comes out of the lounge, sees a, a coffee cup there, knowing that it's mine, and I'm nowhere to be found. So you know what he does? He takes like a big handful of M and M's and dumps them in my coffee. Mm. Okay. Well, M and M's sink. That sounds good. Well, hang on. Yeah, I'm getting there. So I'm sitting. Did I tell the story already? I feel like Maybe. I did. I don't know. And so I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, this coffee tastes different. But it's good. It just tastes different <laughs> than when I first started. So then I got to the bottom, and there's like an inch of melted chocolate. And Regan's like, how was that coffee? And I said, you know what? It actually wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the first time I met Regan, um, remember when we did the JM 360 to announce he was driving the car? So he was the tax lawyer and night. And he was the tax lawyer night. But <laughs> so it was like the first conversation I ever had with him. And we were like getting all our social plan and whatnot ready for his to announce it. And he had his Twitter handle was like at Regan underscore Smith underscore <laughs> and that bothered me so much. So the first time I met him I was like, Hey man, why did that bother you? Because it looks stupid. Okay. And it looks really bad in tweets and whatnot. But I was like, Hey man, do you want me to get your Twitter handle fixed for you? You can do that? Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. You have that power? 
Yeah, well, I don't. It's not his power. I just knew who to email. And so now he's at Regan, Regan Smith. Smith. It looks very nice. I have an underscore on my Twitter handle. Yeah. What's up? It says <laughs> it says a lot about you. I, right. I don't tweet. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. don't. Uh, you did the other week, I think I saw. Uh, cool. I, yeah. I, pr- I usually retweet. I don't. Maybe like, I thought I saw something. Anytime I put on anything there. on there, uh, Mike Davis is going to make fun of me. So. You seem like the type of guy that would retweet about politics. <laughs> he has lots of Donald Trump retweets on his <laughs> yeah. timeline. I did retweet that thing about uh, how Trump made every emoji face in the course of seven seconds during that first debate. Oh, uh, yeah, that was good. If you go back and watch <laughs> yeah. it, it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah it was very yeah. funny. I remember not, that. Hey, I'm a, I'm not, I don't bring my political views to, to office. That's good. That's yeah. the best You don't place even to, have yeah. political yeah, views. Yeah, that's the best place to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> You don't talk – what are you not supposed to talk about with people? Religion and politics. Yeah. Yeah. First name. I don't think we ever talk about anything here. What? <laughs> we don't talk about <laughs> anything <laughs> here. Maybe yeah. that's just – That's how our show is. We yeah. talk about the race. Yeah. And we talk about football. football. Yeah, and basically. Then, and then they tell us upstairs, don't talk about football anymore. Yeah. It's a racing team. I'm like, yes, but we also are passionate about football. Yeah. It's it's called, it's like bonding. Yeah. Camaraderie. What, what's your Regan story? Oh God! What, do you well, the besides, first? every time I see him, and hey. he, every time I go to the track, and he, I see him, and he just completely busts my balls every time I see him. That's when. Do you remember the first time he yelled at you? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't either. He yells a lot. It, well, he like. I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's ever I'm legitimately yelled at me. It's just uh, he tries to get me to crumble and think I'm, make me think he's mad at me. But one time I knocked over his coffee, and he wasn't very happy when. It was like the fourth episode. <laughs> we recorded in the morning. I knocked over his coffee. Was it here in the studio? On that rug, yeah. How do I not remember this? Um, it was his usual Duncan, and I thought he was going to be like furious, and he was pretty cool about it. And you remember the first the first episode when we sat in here and taped it? I think that was the second one. I think the first one Which we one got Which one did you screw fine. up? The second one. Oh, yeah, the second one. second one when Rhett was born. Regan called in from the hospital. Yeah. And someone forgot to hit it. record. Mm. We're yeah. like, new guy's not going to make <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, so oh, then, God, I'm like three weeks in. I've already <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, so you remember that day? It was like I had yeah. a snowstorm in Carolina. Yeah. So yeah. everyone, no one came into work, and I get yeah. this call, and Mike, I think, did you call me or did Mike? Oh, Mike called yeah, me. Mike you probably were, called you, were, you. You were scared of Mike was like, let me handle this, like when I told him what He's happened. He's like, hey, we need you to come in. I'm like, for what? He's like, <laughs> record this podcast. Yeah. Like, we just did that yesterday. He's like, no, we didn't get any of it. Yeah. Yep. It was tough. That was a rough week. But this is going to be a good week. we got trucks. Here's the broadcast info for the truck race Friday, November 6th on Fox Sports 1 at 830 Eastern Time. Um, and then the Xfinity race is going to be Saturday, uh, November 7th on NBC at 3.30. It's on NBC? Yeah. It? Oh, that's awesome. So our ratings are going to be really good. I hope so. Oh. Hopefully our teams perform well. Maybe get some luck and get back into this championship. There's only three to go. I know. It's time to do it. It's time to do it. And then more importantly, Packers are two-and-a-half-point favorites <laughs> right now. Are we going to use – our, all of our Packers Panthers thoughts on ho- our hot laps. It is. Well, we still still have hot laps coming up, so yeah. so maybe so. But here's the thing, Tyler. Tyler told me he's this is going to either go really good or really bad because the Packers are going to be really chippy from getting whooped by the Broncos. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, listeners, <laughs> Regan, uh, I offered a bet to Regan on the Packers Broncos game, and he was so confident in his team that he refused to bet against them. We were supposed to make bets all year. Yeah. And yeah. it never happened. We didn't do but that. But here's the thing. I'm kind of glad he, he didn't want to do that because guess what? I would have lost. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I, – that worries me more now that they've lost, kind yeah. of been exposed to 
what was wrong, maybe? As of right now, two and a half point favorites. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. Yeah. Josh Norman sent home for strip throat today. Oh, was oh. he? Yeah. That's who shut oh, down corner. Man. I tell you one thing. Uh, can you play football strip throat? I, I think, think he'll think be he fine. Can. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. Uh, yeah, it's still got yeah. four days. And, yeah. the, and the Broncos defense made Rodgers look very uncomfortable. They made it also yeah. be the best defense in football, though. Uh, they're yeah. they're basically Super Bowl contenders because yeah. of their defense. And yeah. their offense showed up, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. We're, we're Super Bowl contenders because of the defense. Yeah, you're yeah. undefeated. Yeah, Heck yeah, we are. You Everybody. may not be undefeated next week at this time. Hey, but if you right, if, if, if your one we lost to is to the Packers, yeah, it's like how bad? Yeah. yeah. I also thought we were gonna go eight and eight, and we're a single win away from that. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I, I think about yeah. it. I was like, man, if we go three and six down the stretch, we yeah. still won ten games. For the Packers, the silver lining in getting whooped by the Broncos is this. Everyone was really high on the Packers all year. Everyone's fluffing yeah. on the Packers, the Packers. So at least maybe we got humbled a little bit. Yeah. Get back to our roots, you know. Peak at the right time, yeah. heading the playoffs. Like yeah. when y'all won in 2011, mm-hmm. then y'all, y'all snuck that in there. 2010? Uh, 2010, 2010 maybe. Yeah. And then was it 20, was the Super Bowl in 2011? It though? was 2011. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but y'all barely snuck in, I'm pretty sure, a wild card. And then got hot and then at the got, end of the year. Yeah, and then yeah. got hot and rode it all the way through. So. Yeah, I mean – I, as much as I want the Panthers to keep winning, I'm ready for them to just lose one game. That way, like... Back to reality. Th- well, that way you're TJ Majors of the world who <laughs> like the Bills <laughs> and talk crap about the Bills. Um, uh, then they can go ahead and have their, their day to tell us how bad the Panthers are. But at the end of the day, pretty good team. Okay. Now we're going to head into our K1 Speed Hot Lap segment. Uh, K1 Speed is America's premier indoor go-kart racing center with 27 locations nationwide. There is bound to be one near you. Visit K1Speed.com today to find a location near you. Now, Tyler, you remember the rules for hot laps. You can't talk. Even if I insult you in my 30 seconds, no one can talk. Good? Ready? So yeah, you can't talk. talk now. <laughs> yeah, you talk now. <laughs> it wasn't my 30 seconds yet. I'm yeah. not on the clock. Yeah. Am I on Hold the on. clock now? Go. Okay, so a lot of talk this week about the Kenseth, Kenseth penalty. Uh, a lot of differing sides. We talked about this earlier. But at the end of the day, what people are forgetting is this: it's NASCAR sport. NASCAR makes the rules. They can they can call things however they feel they should, fair or unfair. Um, it's just one of those things. It's kind of similar to the NFL. It's, it's their game. They created it. They control the rules. So people can be as upset or as un- un-upset as they want. Uh, but that's just the way it is. Thank you. So I think the Panthers have botched a couple off-the-field things in recent years. Um, no one attending D'Angelo Williams' mother's funeral, and then the whole Steve Smith really. I think both those things were kind of botched, but it's kind of see uh, how they're realizing it now. And a bunch of a bunch of uh, players and representatives went to a friend of Mike Tolbert's um, that died their that service a couple weeks ago. And Ron Rivera made some news this week saying that he would really like to see Steve Smith retire as a Panther one day, even if it's just on a one-day contract. So I'm glad they're looking at things that have kind of ruined them in the past and may- maybe making up for it in the future. I really, I didn't think it through. Uh, <laughs> I was going to talk about, <laughs> very excited about North Carolina basketball came out number one this year. Excited for another good season. Excited about the Panthers. Excited about the last three NASCAR races of the year. It's a busy month. Um, going to go down to Dallas and support my Panthers on Thanksgiving Day. Then we're going to the banquet. So, if you don't see or hear from me for about a month, it's because I'm running here, there, and everywhere. Hey, Tyler. You know you know you're a Panthers fan when you make the trip to Cowboy Stadium on Thanksgiving Day. That's going to be so dang cool. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And they're supposed to be going to wear special jerseys. Yeah, oh, the, cow- the Cowboys or the Panthers? Both. The, oh, that's uh, right. 
You told me that. They're wearing car- or blue pants? Yeah, that's, that's like what the rumor. Yeah. And like the rumor is that like uh, like over the course of the next year, there's going to be like special jerseys for some teams. Like the Bills might wear all red. Oh, that'd be cool. No, uh, they are. They are. Yeah, they, they're doing that on the Thursday night game. Yeah, and then like the Jags are wearing like all gold maybe. Yeah, that sounds ugly. Yeah. I feel like the NFL does a lot. I th- everyone had – they did, you know, most teams run a throwback jersey at some point during the year. At least NASCAR does it so rarely yeah. that when they do it, it's amazing. Yeah. Because it's awesome. Like, but I think it was funny how excited Tyler was for his K1 speed hot laps. He's, like, yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, hey, I didn't think this true. Like, uh, that Thanksgiving game is going to be really cool. But I saw yesterday that uh, they added three games a year to London. So now it's going to be seven over their total, and which makes me think the Panthers will get there eventually. NASCAR, um, NASCAR. I don't want them to lose a home okay, game. Yeah, I hope it doesn't. But I would love to get to see the Panthers in London. That'd be like a major trip, and that would really late. make me mad as somebody with yeah. season tickets. That should, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure Jerry Richardson is telling the NFL no as long as yeah. he can. Um, I don't know. NASCAR, NASCAR needs to go international again. No, no. Where would you like them to go? Back to Montreal. Oh well. As long can as I consider that international? international? Yeah. As long as it's not the Cup Series, I don't care. Dude, Montreal is fun. Well, I don't have a passport, and I'm too lazy to go through the process to get one. So, uh, interesting. All right. Well, we've done enough football talking. We're going to get in trouble. By who? Who runs this show? Man upstairs. Wow. Mike D. I, I didn't say it. But all right. That's going <laughs> to do it for this week, and then uh, we'll be back next week with another Junior Motorsports Up Front, brought to you by Dale Taylor. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Race fans, did you know Oscar Blues was the first craft brewery to put their beer in cans? That's right. In 2002, Dale's Pale Ale paved the way for the craft can revolution, allowing their great beer to be taken anywhere, on the trail, a day on the lake, and especially to the racetrack. And with brewery locations in Colorado and North Carolina, you can be sure you'll find fresh Dale's Pale Ale near you. Visit OscarBlues.com and find out where to get your Dale's today.